You are listening to the Your Shining Self podcast for women who need messages of hope, love, and transformation. And now your host, Tish. Today, I am so excited to have Dr. Terry Levine here with me for a special episode of Your Shining Self podcast. Terry, will you take a couple minutes and just share with our listeners a little about yourself and um, a little bit about what we're going to talk about today? Well, yes, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. So I have been in business for, wow, it's 45 years. It just seems incredible. And I started as an entrepreneur. I had eight multi-million dollar businesses that I started. And then my big mistake was working in corporate America as a CEO for five years. And then one day I realized I was miserable. <laughs> and so about 25 years ago, I left that and I started my own business consulting a business so that I could help other people and give back to make them more successful in business. And then finally, I am a best-selling author with over 40 books in print. I have a radio show, a TV show, a magazine. I've done a TEDx talk. I'm a keynote speaker. I'm regularly in the news and in the media. And the whole thing boils down to I am in a place of my life where it's just giving back, being of service. And today, we're going to actually talk about something that is going to be really unique and different. And it is called why we need to have forgiveness in our lives, regardless of what we're looking for, a better relationship, more health, more wealth, a business. Forgiveness sets you free. Thank you so much. And one of the things that I was really excited about is your upcoming book that's going to be released in December, About to Break, The Path to True Forgiveness. For myself, oh my gosh, um, so long story short, I'm an alcoholic. I've been sober five and a half years. Congratulations. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> when I first walked into the AA rooms, and sat at a meeting, I heard so many people talking about the first place to start with forgiveness is yourself. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can't forgive myself for the crap that I've done. I mean, mm -hmm. I have done some pretty crummy things. And, you know, everybody just started sharing their stories with me. And then suddenly I was like, okay, well, I'm totally relating to most of these women. Like they're all sharing similar things that I've done. So I'm like, well, if they can forgive themselves, maybe I really can forgive myself. Um, and it was a long journey. It definitely did sure. not happen overnight. But what I'm really curious about is like what you said that you have a, like a forgiveness, um, process. like a technique. Yeah. yeah. A process. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really curious to hear about you know, the technique and how did this come about in your life? So thank you so much for asking. So I have been doing personal development since I'm 15 and I'm going to be 62 soon. So it's been a long journey of personal development. I also have five different coaching certifications, three consulting certifications. I have a PhD in clinical psychology. I could go on and on. So if you had asked me, you know, do you have any issues to work on? I'd be like, oh, no, I've been working on them for years. I pretty much am aware. Well, about five years ago, I did something that 
is very unlike my personality. Um, and I was mortified after I did it. And, and just in a nutshell, I share it in the book. I literally um, felt really triggered by some things that happened in my personal life. And I lashed out at somebody on social media and literally bashed them and almost destroyed their entire business. That's not me. That's not how I've ever been. So I went into this mode of being about to break, hence the name of the book title. I realized I, I didn't just dislike myself. I hated myself. I had anger, sadness, guilt, shame, resentment. And I literally thought, I'm just going to have to take my own life because I can't go out in public like this. The whole world will hate me. And I literally was thinking that that was going to be the end of my life. And I'm a very positive, upbeat person. So what happened is almost like a spiritual download. I began to tune into the fact that I actually really didn't love myself. I don't think I ever really did. And so the first thing that I did was I did radical forgiveness worksheets. I'd been doing them for years. I'd shared them with clients for decades by a gentleman named Colin Tipping, who unfortunately recently has passed. And those worksheets, I always thought once I did it, I forgave. So I said, okay, I'm going to do a worksheet on me. And I did a worksheet on myself and then I didn't feel more loving. And I did another one. And I did another one and I felt a little more loving and still I had anger and shame and guilt. And so the next day I started looking in the mirror and really making contact with my eyes and saying, I love you. And it would come out like this, I love you. Because <laughs> I really didn't love myself. However, several weeks after doing that consistently, I actually started to look at myself and say, I love you. So I began to notice things that were working. And every day I added something else and I said, did that work? leave it in. Did that work? Take it out. And after the period of about a month, I had an exact process that I was using every day to feel so much self-love for the first time in my life, so much compassion, so much self-esteem, so much self-confidence. And I wasn't going to write it in a book. I had written down the process. I decided to give the process as a gift to a hundred of my client family members. And once I did that, they literally bombarded me and said, you must write this in a book. Everyone on the planet needs this transformation, needs this healing, needs not only the self-love and forgiveness, but to really be able to do what you get, did, Terry. Forgive people and experiences that physically abused you, sexually abused you, emotionally abused you, and even in the book, people who tried to kill me when I was age five years. So... Yeah, so um, I decided to write the book, and then I'll, I'll share one other thing. All of my other books that I've written, you know, most of them took three months to a year. This book has taken me three years because I rewrote it 16 times. Oh, my goodness. Every, yeah, kind of crazy, Tisha. Every time I wrote a chapter, I'd go, no one can read that. People will not like me. They'll think I'm an awful person. And I would delete the entire thing. And then I'd write it and then I'd delete it. And finally, one day, my publisher said, just send it to me and let me look at it. And he called me two days later and he said, I cried throughout your book and I was healed. I have never been healed from wounds from my past. You need to do this book because the world needs it. So about to break the path to true forgiveness was born in this way. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. Mm -hmm. um, 
I could so relate to so many things that you touched on there. The, um, you know, the self-hatred, the shame, the guilt, and like the lashing out at people. Obviously, like I mentioned, I'm an alcoholic and it all boiled down to, I was hurting myself because one, I didn't know like who my authentic person was, but two, because I hated myself and, you know, alcohol and oh my gosh, the gazillion other things that I did <laughs> throughout my life while I hated myself was all part of just trying to numb and not deal with, you know, the sexual abuse that happened when I was younger, the, um, some of the bullying that happened. And I, when I say bullying, I don't mean anything like how horrific it has been nowadays, but you know, I was teased about my weight and that didn't just come from school kids. It came from family. Mm -hmm. Um, so all of that just boiled down to, you know, that self-hatred and, um, you know, not knowing who I was, but when you were talking about, you know, you just started and you were looking in the mirror and you were like, I love you. That's exactly like once I finally decided, okay, I can start with forgiving myself so that I can move on to forgiving others. That's like what I started to do too, because there was so much self-hatred. Like there was a time in my life, I couldn't even look in a full length mirror because I hated just everything about me. And that's exactly how mine started. Like I looked in the mirror and it started with something small. I love the color of my eyes. Then after I did that so long and I could really say that with conviction, it moved to, you know, I love me. So I love that you touched on that because that was a lot of like my self-development and my journey as well too. Um, and that was like one of those things. Sometimes I agree with the whole fake it till you make it. And other times I'm like, yeah, I don't know that I, um, you know, can jump on that wagon. But in that case, the whole fake it till you make it, like I believed it because when I first started, you know, saying stuff like that, I didn't, you know, believe it. And then all of a sudden I did start believing it. So I really loved that you touched on that. Um, and what a testament that, you know, your publisher is like crying and like, oh my gosh, you have to put this book out there. And I was reading some of the key points from the book that you have listed on Amazon. And one of the things that really like touched me and made me so emotional was make a choice to let the past be in the past mm. and enjoy the present, which is a gift. I spent so much of my life living in the past, regretting things that I had done. And I just spent so much time and energy thinking, oh my God, if I could only go back to, you know, this instant or how I lashed out that this person that it was just, it was emotionally draining. And once, you know, I finally worked on all the forgiveness of myself and others, being able to let that past go, holy Toledo, talk about an empowering and freeing moment. And it's, I mean, it's something that I constantly have to work on because it's not like I don't start to think about, you know, things from the past or somebody brings something up, but like, can you just tell my listeners a little bit about, you know, what has letting the past be in the past? What has that done for you? And how has that changed you and like your life? Mm, thanks for asking that. So first of all, prior to writing the book, if you had said, um, you know, Terry, do you have a lot of upset in your life, anger? Are you mad at other people? I'd say, oh no, I'm a forgiving person, nothing. 
when I started to write the book and I started to work through these forgiveness processes, all of a sudden I had this memory of, of these boys who tried to literally kill me at age five. And I realized unconsciously that was always in me. So here I was as a woman in her, at the time in her fifties, still carrying this sadness and anger and fear from when I was five. Then I started to look at every aspect of my life decade by decade. What happened between zero and 10? What happened in the next decade, the next decade? And I kept seeing all of these things come up that I would have said weren't a big deal. You know, one, one thing that showed up is my parents, when they didn't know how to discipline me, they would lock me in a closet. And as a small child, I was petrified of the closet, the darkness. I couldn't breathe. I always felt like I was going to die in the closet. And I was more scared of being in there while I was also scared that when they let me out, they were going to beat me up. So I thought, I've forgiven everybody. These things don't bother me. And the truth is, I hadn't forgiven anyone. I just never consciously brought them up. I kept going, don't think about them. Don't think about them. So... I have a process in About to Break, a very conscious process where you actually raise up these memories in full vibration, in technicolor sound, you know, Dolby surround sound. It's a real movie. You're in it. And then you realize you have a choice. You can either live in the past, which cannot be changed, and you waste the present moment, the only gift you know you have. Or you start thinking about the future, which is certainly not guaranteed for any of us. We could all be gone in one nanosecond from our physical bodies. So I began to say, wow, I can look around me and my parents aren't here and I'm not locked in a closet. Why do I have to think about that? And I literally would make a conscious choice using the processes in the book to let that go. Then the next thing would come up and I'd let that go. And what happened for me is weight fell off of my body. Literally, I didn't change, I didn't exercise, I didn't eat differently, just weight began to shred. I began to have much deeper, more meaningful conversations, better relationship with my husband, closer relationship with family and friends, and my income soared. And the only thing I did was let the past be and live in the present moment. Oh my gosh, that gave me goosebumps listening to you talk about that. <laughs> um, and one of the things that I'm always curious about when I'm talking to people is, you know, you've went to, through some horrific things in your past. I've been through some horrific things in my past, as well as probably, you know, every listener that's listening, they probably have been through something horrific too. And the thing that I'm always curious about, and I like to hear other people's ideas, is why is it that some of us that have been through these horrific, you know, traumatic events in our life, why is it that we have been able to move past and begin to live not just, you know, I used to survive. I was not thriving. I was surviving. Yeah. And now I'm living an amazing life and I'm thriving. So what are your thoughts as to, you know, why were you able to move past all that? And I know we touched on it because we're talking about forgiveness. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, how were you able to move past all that, let it go and, you know, build an amazing life for yourself? Do you think that it all boils down to forgiveness? So 
I wouldn't have said this, you know, years ago, I would have said, oh, well, you know, it's really being willing to look at your own stuff. It's being willing to work with a coach, a life coach, if necessary, a counselor, a therapist. Um, I would have believed that in the past. And yet, I mean, I had done so much life coaching and hired every big name life coach directly and spent literally $800,000 over my career with all of these different experts and still something was missing. And then I looked at friends and client family members and I'm like, they've spent a fortune on all these things and they're still having difficulties. So something isn't right. I wasn't trying to figure out what was wrong. However, when I was about to break and I figured out forgiveness for myself and how to forgive others, when everything in my life changed, I thought, wow, this is how I see it. Forgiveness is like the octopus and all of the pieces that are attached to like the octopus, all, all the legs and, and all the movements of the octopus are all these other pieces. As you have more self-love, as you have more self-respect, that comes from forgiveness. As you can be more authentic, that comes through forgiveness. You can be a better communicator through forgiveness. You can be more authentic through forgiveness. I could go on and on. They're all the tentacles of the octopus. And that's when it dawned on me. It was like, oh my goodness, forgiveness is at the heart of the matter, period. Then when I took my 100 client family members through this, almost all of them had been doing coaching, counseling, therapy, whatever, some part of their life. They went through the process and they were telling me this was more powerful than anything I've invested in self-help, personal development. This is transformation, not information, not fascination. This is permanent, lasting change. And that is the difference. I agree. That was, that was great. And I'm so glad that I asked that. Um, so there's one other thing that I wanted to talk about. And then um, if there's any last minute things that you want to be sure to share before we wrap up, we'll go ahead and do that. But I loved another thing that I saw on the book page on Amazon was it says, be grateful for all that has happened in your life. All. Know that learning and growing is part of your life experience. Embrace it all. Had I read that like five, six years ago, I would have laughed and I would have been like, oh, hell no. There is no way that I can be grateful for all that has happened in my life. But it's so, oh my gosh, it's so freaking true, you guys. We have to be grateful for all that has happened in our life. And I look at everything that I've been through. I look at what I call messes in my past, I look at them as messages now. And I truly believe that everything I have been through, it's made me who I am today, obviously. And it's given me a reason to share my story and do the things I do. Because I believe if I can help just one woman by sharing, you know, the stuff that I've been through, then it's so worth it. And it just... I really, truly am. I can say that I am grateful for the stuff that I've been through. And I know that can sound weird because being like, oh, you're grateful that, you know, you went through people picking on you about your weight. Well, I still, I still deal with that to this day and I'm, you know, 44 years old. Um, but it's just, 
I don't, I can't even like put it into words how to explain that I'm grateful for, you know, the bad things that have happened other than it just really has made me into the empowered woman that I am today. And I just would love to hear some of your thoughts on, you know, being grateful for everything that's happened in your life. Yeah. Thank you for that also. So, you know, there are things that I will tell you were not like two seconds and I turned around and were grateful. So for example, I talk about this in the book, I have a neurological disease called reflex sympathetic dystrophy. And on the McGill pain scale, it is the most painful disease known to humankind. It is also referred to as the suicide disease, the disease of hell and burning. And the next closest disease on the pain scale is brain cancer and under that is amputation. So I was given this disease um, almost a little over 15 years ago, actually. And at first I was angry and bitter and why me? There can't be a, a power in the universe that loves me. And for 18 months, I, I was confined to bed. I was unable to move. I was burning physically inside and out. And I hated this disease. I hated this. And when I went through my forgiveness process, I began to say, hmm, so why of all the people on the planet do I have this? And then I began to do some research on the disease and I found out that there is no cure for the disease and there is no treatment. However, the treatment that I was receiving, which is not a cure, however, can reduce the pain, is not paid for by any insurance company because it's experimental. So I was in this fortunate place where I could pay $500 a day upfront for 14 days to get treatment. And then every month for another three days, pay another $1,500 to get treated. And that would be ongoing the rest of my life. And most families could not do that for their children. So their children were just going to be burning the rest of their life. And I said, now I know I have this. I have this so I can start a foundation and I can raise funds for these kids. I have this because I now can go speak to these families and I can raise awareness of RSD and I can help the families and counsel children. I have this because I'm a writer and I can write about this. I have this because I'm on television and I'm in the media on radio frequently and I can raise awareness and I began to see it as a gift. In fact, I still call it my blessing, my gift. And everything that's ever happened to me now I can look at and go, how is this for me? Thank you. How is this for me? Thank you. Oh, some kids tried to burn me to death when I was five. How is this for me? Wow. It taught me about, first of all, being more aware. It also taught me about the fact that people need more self-love, need to understand diversity and cultures. It, we need to have more human kindness. So I begin every single day saying, no matter what happens to me today, now, no matter who says what, what happens, what experience, how is this for me and how can I be grateful? That changes everything. Oh my gosh, that gave me goosebumps too. Like so many times as you've been talking, I've had goosebumps and mm -hmm. I could literally talk to you all day. You have so many stories that could be talked about and shared because holy Toledo, that's, <laughs> yeah, you just have a ton of stuff that we could talk about. Um, 
So those were like the main things that I wanted to talk about, but I wanted to make sure that if there was anything that you felt that you needed to share with our listeners, just take the next couple minutes to do that. And then don't forget to let our listeners know where they can find you on the web. Perfect. Well, thank you. So you mentioned stories. So About to Break is written through my stories. So for example, when you read the story with the details of what happened when I was five with these boys, it's not so much for me to share my story as is it is to get you to stop and look and say, maybe that exact thing didn't happen. However, what are you holding? And then I teach you the first part of the process of the path to true forgiveness, not pretending we forgive, true forgiveness. Then I tell another story of being force-fed by my parents who did not understand what to do with this tiny little underweight child and were really panicked about it. So you might not have that story and you'll relate to mine. So the book, first of all, I wanna tell you where to get it and it's really the place to get it and I'll tell you why. It's at about tobreakbook.com. I'll say it again, about tobreakbook.com. And the reason I want you to get it there is I believe in gift giving. So when you go and get a copy of the book there, you can get an ebook or you can get, you know, a regular printed book, whatever you prefer. You are going to get over $200 instantly of business bonuses because I am also a business consultant. I have helped over 5,000 female business owners grow six, seven, and eight-figure businesses. That's what I do. So I give you for free $200 worth of business consulting plus a chance to win a $15,000 program with me, an entire year program. You're instantly entered into the drawing when you go to abouttobreakbook.com. And then the second thing I want you to know is I have tons of free resources that are online that are available at heartrepreneur.com and I have something called shortestwebinar.com, shortestwebinar.com, where you can actually get to meet me, get to meet some of my client family members, and in under 20 minutes, get a whole ton of value. And then if it resonates, we can then have a conversation. So definitely first action is go to abouttobreakbook.com and not only get the book for yourself, get it for anyone else you know, somebody who needs healing, who needs forgiveness, who can use more self-love and certainly holiday gifts and anybody you want to make amends with. Perfect. Thank you. And I will be sure to include all those links in the show notes so that the listeners can check all that out. I'm super excited. I will be ordering my book today as soon as we're done with our call. So I'm going to be heading over there to grab that. And Terry, I just want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join me on the Your Shining Self podcast. I was super excited to chat with you. And like I said, I could chat with you all day. (laughs) Well, I have to say, I have really enjoyed being here. And this was literally like sitting on a sofa with you and just having a chat. I just love the way that you interview. And it was a delight to be with you and with your audience. Thank you. And that's exactly what I want with this podcast is that it's just like two friends sitting in over coffee chatting. So I'm so glad that that is how you felt. So thank you for sharing that. All right. Thank you, listeners. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the Your Shining Self podcast. Don't forget to subscribe 
leave a comment, and share with those that could use a message of hope, love, and transformation.